Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Easy Sports Podcast. It is Sunday, November 3rd. Mm-hmm. I did it. It's pulled up. Right yeah, in front I know of me. it is. <laughs> yep. Um, you have been battling just illness. <laughs> yeah. Ailments. Are you hurt or injured? Which I one are you? Remember last year when we did Emma is sick? Emma is sick again. Emma is still sick. Yeah. This is round two. Oh, good. (laughs) All right. We're going to get really lazy with episode titles for the next four weeks then. (laughs) No, it's been brutal. I will power through, but I am shocked I made it here today. Yeah. You were very, very sick this week. It's not been good. I talked to you on the also, phone. I, when I called you on the phone, you were like, hello. I was like, okay. So you just she, ignored it. You're first dying. Of all, first of all, you didn't say a goddamn word about it. And then I texted you a few days ago and I was like, hey, come put me out of my misery, please, because I was dying. And you just said, suck it up. And then didn't text me again for the rest of the night. Yeah. And so deeply hurt you're building character that's what it is illness builds character that's the stance you're gonna take sure why not is there another stance to take that illness build it just sucks yeah it does just say that it sucks it does suck builds character i hate you (laughs) so much no it was really funny just (laughs) telling well no because first i asked you if it was if it was bs happening in your house and then you were like no i'm just sick and i was like oh well suck it up up." yeah so let's tell the full story here i that's not better bad journalist emma that's not better (laughs) i think it is (laughs) you were just like ah is it the house again and i was like oh no i'm just really sick yeah and you were like sucks yeah and left it at that it does. What more what more can you say than it sucks? I don't know. Throw a oh I'm sorry, Abby. Never. <laughs> Literally anything to be a decent person. Hmm. Listen. I could. I could do that. I right. would I'll, argue that you should. I'll think about it next time. No, All you right? won't. Yeah, you're right. It's gonna be like super mean. I'll be like, I'm sick. He'll be like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. <laughs> um, tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. Okay. You're wrong. We'll just have to wait till you say, tell me you're sick again. Okay. And we'll great. see how I react. I'm gonna call an ambulance next time. Oh my be god. Like, I'm sick, and I'm gonna be like EMTs on the way. You suck. <laughs> it's so hard. It's that or a SWAT team. Your what? choice. <laughs> Is this a crime? Sure. Is no. Is that a crime? What you're doing? Oh yeah, yeah. Let's not which is talk why I'm about not that g- on air. Which is why I'm not going to do it. Yeah, but. full disclosure, that's not actually happening. Um, but, but anyway, we have a full... If a SWAT team was called to my house, it would have been Zach. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a full episode for you guys today. Mm-hmm. Uh, World Series finished. I was right. Emma was wrong. That's always fun. <sighs> you look just defeated. I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was right on my predictions, or more right, since I guess neither of us got the game count right. Yeah, neither so of us I was were right, but I was, but I was really wrong. But I had the winner. Yeah. So that's what matters here. 
But um, I have a fun factoid for later that'll make you feel really sad. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> if it involves Detroit sports, you can't hurt me anymore. <laughs> well, shit, because it involves Detroit sports. <laughs> um, so we've got that. Uh, we're going to talk about Strasburg declining his option. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kansas football and Kansas State. First sellout they've had at the booth at David Booth Memorial Stadium since 2009. Yeah, in a decade. So in a decade. A decade. It was a very fun environment, but did not turn the way we wanted it to. Uh, and then we're going to have a fun little segment. Joel Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns got into it this week. So that begged the question for us. If we could have two NBA players fight, who would they be and why? So let's start first with the World Series. Since I know you are so, so eager to talk about Ugh, how, yes, how I am. incorrect you were. To recap, I said the Astros would win in six games. Okay. You said the Nationals would win in six. I did. We were both wrong, but you at least had the winner. I so, did. kudos, I guess. But what really gets my goat. <laughs> what gets your this. goat? Is that what you said? That's a saying. What gets my... G- I've never heard that. You've never heard that? No. Really? Not once. Weird. Mm-mm. That's like a very common saying. All right. I'll take your word for it. Okay. What really bugs me about this <laughs> is that mine was backed up by like stats and like information that I had that I thought would really help me. And you were like, oh no, there's something about a team in their first World Series. Yeah. <laughs> it just went with it. I like that. I like that edge. I'm like, you know, first World Series. That could be kind of fun. Like, go one for one. It's awesome. Yeah. The Nationals have a better percentage in the World Series all time than the Royals do. How does that make you feel? Okay. They have a better win percentage all time. They have a better win percentage than the Tigers, too. Yeah, I didn't say they didn't. (laughs) So that was a weird comment to make. I'm just saying. All right. You, as the ba- the big baseball fan of this podcast, sure. Does it hurt more? No, because we've been to more, we've experienced it more. Yeah, some would say you've experienced more heartbreak. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. How do you feel about Madison Bumgarner? Since we're on the topic of the World Series, oh, are we for or against? I wish I'm against you right now. <laughs> That's the stance I'm gonna take. Fair enough. Um, yeah, it was a fun. It was a really fun World Series. It was a lot more offensive than I thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. For one, it was a very, very offensive World Series. Sure. Most of the games, frankly, were not even that close. Yeah. Like, throughout the entire through, most of the games weren't close. Um, highly offensive. The one thing that I think is most interesting about this World Series, though is that nobody won at home. Yes, so that's that's never happened before. Right. And that's crazy. Not a single game was won at home. Because we always talk about home field advantage and like how important that is. At it didn't exist in this world. It did series. not exist. It, like, not even a little. <laughs> it, um, so that was pretty cool to see just... Consi- I mean, it made it kind of predictable. Yeah. But... I shouldn't say that. You never really know what's going on, but like I yeah, went into each game going, who's I think the away team? Sports, oh, yeah, they've won. Sports is incredibly unpredictable, but I think baseball in the World Series for me is just the biggest wild card ever. Yeah. Like, 
I feel like anything anything can happen all the time ever. But like in baseball, you never feel comfortable. At yeah. least I never do. I mean, this this World Series though, it kind of kind of had a little bit of everything. We had Kate Upton get into it with fans on Twitter. I that can was I just say phenomenal. I fucking love Kate Upton. She she's unreal. She's a legend. She she's fantastic. And everyone who doesn't like her. I mean, continue to listen because we like listeners. But <laughs> Please but, don't but stop know listening. That but, I'm upset. <laughs> but know that Emma disapproves of your yeah. disapproval of just her. Just picture my face and just a thumbs down. She's disappointed in you. Yeah. Whatever value that weighs on you. <laughs> Everyone's like, I'm going on with my day. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I could care less. Um, so we saw her, her get into it with fans mm-hmm. on Twitter. We saw Verlander and Scherzer both struggle a little bit at points yeah giving up a lot of hits um we saw like i said a lot of offense yeah and i mean it was a pretty good world series i can't it was the most baseball i've watched all year (laughs) of course it was so that that says if that tells you anything about what i did for baseball this year so uh, right there can i tell you my my little fact for you yeah all right when you look at the 2014 Detroit Tigers. Oh, God. Their starting lineup. Five of the six pitchers in that starting lineup won the World Series in the last three years. <laughs> you got Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, Rick Porcello, Anibal Sanchez, and David Price. I refuse to understand <laughs> how that team didn't win a World Series. No, that's crazy. I like Those are incredible pitchers i decline to know because that is that those teams are 13 team are 14 team uh, 2000 from 2012 to 2014 they were unreal right and that's at least at least two hall of famers on that yeah in scherzer and verlander yeah like, unreal. that's crazy <laughs> and that team did nothing I, nothing didn't even so make- i just just thought I'd let you know that, that that was a thing. I'm really happy that you did that. Thank you. Because I saw that statistic and I sent the tweet to myself. That was really, <laughs> that was, that was really cool of you, Emma. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up. You're welcome. They won 40 games this year. <laughs> so things are on the up in Detroit. It's um, okay. Uh, the Royals hired. They made a choice you with did. their manager. Yeah. So I'm Quick sidebar on that. How do you feel about the hire? I, mm, I don't like it very much. Mm. Just doesn't feel right. Yeah. Speaking of terrible hires, let's transition here a little bit. Nice. Uh, Good segue. Thank you. Thank you. I worked really hard at that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I watched the gears turning for a few minutes. Saw a little smoke shoot out in the air. It's (laughs) fine. Uh, Florida State has officially fired Willie Taggart as their head coach. Uh, Said the midway point in this season, they are doing nothing. Yeah. I mean, they're four and five right now. They're three and four in the ACC. Overall, under Taggart, who's less uh, less than two years into his tenure at Florida State, he's nine and twelve. Yeah, that's a bad look. I mean, it, it and frankly, it's stemming, I, in my opinion, all from the offense. Here's some stats for you. Uh-huh. They are averaging five point two yards of play. That's a hundred and sixth in the FBS. That's the rank. They al- have allowed seventy one sacks. That is 124th. Mm. This is out of 129, if you didn't yeah. know. Yeah. And they have av- only are only averaging 3.1 yards per rush. That is 127th. They are Jesus. second to last in rushing. That's 
real bad. It, it's terrible. It's Wish completely Michael unacceptable. Here so we could get his thoughts on this. <laughs> I do too. Um, it's terrible, and it there's no excuse. You can't sit there and claim we don't have the athletes, we don't have the pieces. They you have a top recruiting class. Yeah. Almost every year, a top twenty-five class at least. You have pieces there. You're just not putting them in positions to make great plays. Exactly. And to bust open big plays. Heck, if Kansas can turn around and have a 500-yard game, there's no reason Florida State shouldn't be able to. Right. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I think – God, how frustrating is this if you're a Florida State fan? Oh, tremendously, especially because of the money they're about to have to pay out. Right. If you break down the figures here, so he was signed – when he was hired, he signed a six-year contract with them. It was worth $30 million. Ooh. So FSU's athletic department, based off of the contract, will still owe him 85% of his remaining compensation through January 31st of 2024, which is between $17 million and $18 million. The Seminoles also paid Oregon a $3 million buyout when it hired him away from the Ducks in December 2017, oh, as no. well as the remaining $1.3 million buyout Oregon owed South Florida when it hired him in December of 2016. Jeez. So that's a lot of money that that's they have now so paid That's so much out. money. Right. So you're talking about just in buyouts, they owed $4.3 million, which hurts. Yeah. And then they're going to super stoked about it. Right. And then they're going to wind up paying him 17 to $18 million. Um, so they raised about $20 million in private donations for his buyout though. Mm-hmm. Just in private donations, 20 million because people wanted him gone that badly. Jeez. That yeah. doesn't say anything good. No, and so here's one of the highlights from his tenure there. Taggart's first season in Tallahassee finished with the program streak of 36 bowl appearances coming to an end. So they went to bowl games for 36 straight seasons until his first year as coach. Oh, God. So it was never good from the beginning. I mean, their struggles were evident as soon as he took over the program. They never... I never got the sense that players were bought in. I never got the sense that their program was on the right track. They just didn't look good in any way, shape, or form. And so I think this was, this was, in my opinion, an about time firing. Yeah. Like this was just, a, it was a matter of time. When was it going to happen? When did they have all the money secured to do it? Right. When were they going to be out from under this deal? Um, and so it looks like they finally pulled the trigger on that. No news on who's going to take over as the interim head coach, though. I didn't see Yeah, any. that's, that's going to be interesting, I think. Because they have to have a really great interim head coach to, like, set the tone of, like, we're serious about bringing this program back. Right. It's been a rough two years, but, like, we'll get it back. They have to hire somebody really great. Right. Uh, they'll probably just promote one of their, their – either their offensive or defensive coordinator. Yeah. I, I would think, too, what this kind of shows, though, firing him in the middle of the year, you're kind of just punting on the season. Yeah. You're like, the season's over. Season's over. It's a wash. Yep, this sucks. We're not doing anything this year. We're done. Time to make a change and start getting going. But I think it's also the right time to fire someone if you're going to do that. Yeah, this is a pretty good point this season. Well, and two, if you make the next hire pretty quick, like if you're able to string it together pretty quickly, then that person can get out on the road, start recruiting, doing those things. It's kind of the same thing that happened with David Beatty and that 
uh, between him and Les Miles, that right. transition. Mm-hmm. David Beatty was fired in the middle of the year, gave Les Miles time to be announced as a coach, get out on the road and do some recruiting before the December signing period closes and things like that. Yeah. So about time, but still, I cannot wait to figure out who they hire next. So I missed my opportunity for the segue, but I'm going to put it in here. Okay. (laughs) Speaking of moving on and changing positions and it being time, whatever, we're going to transition back to baseball. (laughs) Back to Strasburg. Yes. Yes. The same day that the Nationals hosted their first World Series championship parade, they had to make several contract decisions, right? Yep. So I believe it was the night before, Strasburg opted out of $100 million. Mm-hmm. They also, um, now on the national side of things, they declined options on Zimmerman, their first baseman, and Gomez. So... How that that timing is so inconvenient, first of all. How uncomfortable would that parade have been? Like, you're just chilling on a float and everyone's just kind of like, mm, you're leaving, you're our best pitcher. <laughs> like, I don't know that it's that. I don't know. I, I would personally be happy for the guy. It's like, I don't see it as being uncomfortable. I think that's the deadline. That was when he had to make the decision yeah. by. I mean, it wasn't his fault. He right. would have waited until after, I think. Exactly. He didn't do it. He didn't say he was leaving in the middle of the World Series. So, barring anything else, I mean, yeah, I, there's not really another chance for him to make that announcement or decision. Right. Um, I just think like that would... I don't know. You're going to have a lot of fans, I hope, who are going to be really happy for him and say, like, you know, you have to do what's good for you, whatever. But you're probably going to have a lot of bitter fans out there. I would think there are more. I, I wouldn't even say bitter. I, granted, I'm not there. I'm not talking to those people. But I am. So I know. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. Forget everything I'm about to say. <laughs> um, but I would think you have a lot of fans who are sort of in the boat of that sucks, but we just want a World Series. So I don't care. Yeah, but I think you're also looking at the future at this point. Yeah, which you do, but... I, I mean, you might not know this because you haven't won a championship. <laughs> oh, really? Are we going to go there? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I'll remember that one. Don't worry. I'm going to store that one in the archives. <laughs> Sorry, I could not pass up my opportunity for that. But I feel like in 2014, it was a lot of like, okay, we... Yeah, we lost the World Series. Next year, we're going back. And there was a lot of, like, tension and that atmosphere. After the 2015 World Series, it was like, okay, what's next? And you were, like, immediately looking to the future. And there was a lot of, like, obviously happiness and, like, just being super excited that we won. But I think there was a lot of, like, big question marks on, like, moving forward. Um, However, the reason Strasbourg left is because he thinks he can get more than $100 million elsewhere. I agree. That 100%. Is, he, he's gonna baseball sign, money is insane. He's going to sign like a $200 million deal with No, someone. I'm sure he will. Easily. That I'm sure he will. And that's my whole point of like baseball money is crazy. Oh, yeah. It's, it's absolutely insane. And I, I, that's part of the reason I can't fault the guy for opting out and leaving because He's, they're like people. I saw a bunch on Twitter where people were like, "Oh, he's leaving a hundred million dollars on the table." He's really not. Yeah. He's about to go sign a hundred and eighty-five to two hundred million dollar deal. And Boris is his agent. So right. And he's gonna be fine. He'll be fine. He's won his World Series. 
now got that notch in his belt right so now if he wants which he seems to be a very intense competitor so i doubt he would do this um but if he wants he could literally just go somewhere for as much money as he could regardless of if the team is trash or not yeah he doesn't seem like the type to do that to me no um and coast out kind of i mean he'll still compete he'll still be elite but he does not (laughs) you know i think Wherever he goes, he'll go to somebody who is competitive. Maybe not in the running for the World Series like next year, but a team that's rebuilding, a team that's making it happen, and you see good things in the future. You know who I could see slamming a bunch of money on the table for him? Who? Padres. Oh, God. The Padres always do that shit. I could. I could 100% see them slamming $200 million down. They have an incredible payroll already Yeah. with what they're paying Machado, what they're paying Hosmer. Yeah. But... Get a pitcher in there. I always forget Machado's there. Yeah. Yeah, I always forget they paid him like $300 million to go there. Um, I sometimes forget he kind of exists because the Padres are just like this black hole where baseball goes to die. (laughs) Exactly. But I could see the Padres picking him up. I could see, um, let's think, Padres, Orioles, maybe. That'd be funny. The the Orioles? Orioles? If the Orioles threw down $300 million for, for a pitcher. Jeez. Um, I mean, I think you're probably going to have the typical big names in the market. Yeah. Dodgers, Yankees, Red Sox, those kind of guys. But I, I see him going West Coast. I see, I think I'm thinking either Padres or Angels, realistically. Interesting. So I don't know why. Again, gut feeling. Yeah. I paid off during the World Series against you, though. I. Wow. Nice. Mm-hmm. I'll store that one away, too, Zach. Uh-huh. That one can go into the archives. Ding, ding, ding. Speaking of going in the archives... Oh, nice. This Uh, is the episode of Segways. (laughs) It really is. Um, Speaking of going in the archives, let's talk about the game that we are going to hope to forget very, very soon. Uh, (laughs) That was a terrible segue. You know what? I liked it. Okay. It was lazy, but we got there. Super lazy. Um, (laughs) Let's talk about the game that we want to forget pretty soon, which is the Sunflower Showdown was this weekend. Yeah. So I'm going to start with positives. Game was sold out. Moving on <laughs> to negatives. <laughs> Game was sold out. That was cool. Yeah. It took, for, driving from here, it took me an hour and a half to get into Lawrence. I, let me tell you this. I was at work and I won't say where I work, but it's somewhere on campus. It took me 15 minutes to drive from on campus to my house, which as you know, is not it's very not far. far. Nope. And it That's was a like minute and a half drive at most. Yeah. And it was um let me think. I got off work at one and it, I got home at probably one fifteen, one twenty. Yeah. I was furious. No, I it took me so it took me going through the toll booth coming into Lawrence and exit two oh two. Yeah. Or two oh four, sorry. Um it took us fifteen minutes just to get through the toll booth. Yeah. So it's just sitting behind cars waiting. It was all jammed up, like, it was jammed all the way back towards that roundabout. Right. And so, I'm like, I can't go anywhere. I just have to wait. And then, parking for me, why'd you go through the toll booth? I didn't take K-10 coming in. Weird. It was, um, there was construction. No, there was construction going on out here. So, it was going to take me, like, an extra additional 20 minutes to go around the construction, get to K-10, then. Gotcha. We're talking about things that they cannot, (laughs) likely probably don't know what we're talking about. (laughs) Um. So the other funny thing that happened to me is I was trying to find parking on my street 
which, as you know, I live very close to the stadium, and there was no parking except for blocking my driveway. Here's the thing. It's my own driveway, right? Mm-hmm. The people passing me didn't know that. <laughs> Ooh. So when I, like, blocked everybody in, I got uh, quite a few middle fingers, and I had to yell, it's my house, <laughs> like, through the window. And then people were like, oh, sorry, and, like, <laughs> waved at me. <laughs> it's like... What the hell? It's my it's literally my house. Like freaking out. Oh my god, they were so annoyed. Because there was probably five cars in my lawn. So it like On your was, lawn? It, yeah. Because all three of my roommates no. Two of my roommates had family come into town who drove separately, which first of all was dumb knowing that the game was happening. Sorry. Yeah. They don't listen, they're not gonna be mad. But like so we had one of my roommate's car, my other roommate's car, and then two additional cars for their family members there. Wow. Yeah. And so so atmosphere-wise, Lawrence was popping. It was crazy. I had to park all the way um, 8th and Illinois. That's where I had to park Oof. my car. Yeah. So that's a, a long way from the same. If you a good don't, trek. Uh, you, I've never had to do that for a KU football game before. I've no. never had to wait in line while I go through security for a KU football game. It's been... Nope. It was absolutely insane. It was so much fun being in the sold-out atmosphere. I um, saw a lot of people complain about it on Twitter. About how long it took to, like, get through the bathroom or to buy a beer or, like... Well, anything. and to be fair, they said, hey, show up 30 minutes before you minimum. normally would. Yeah. Minimum. so that you get in there on time. They sent that announcement out a week before the game. Yeah. Because they said we were expecting a capacity crowd. Sh- this is when you need to show up to get it get it going and if people didn't anyway it's kind of on them so (laughs) i thought of another good one speaking of shitty decision making okay can we talk about the video that went viral on ku twitter of the three k-state guys coming out of one porta potty (laughs) oh yeah that was funny (laughs) yeah um i i do want to dial back real quick though and talk about the just how the game went all right in general, um, we, we, it was maybe the most frustrating game of KU football. I think I've watched this year and I'm including the coastal Carolina game where we couldn't move the ball worth anything. And that's only because we saw how good the offense was over the last couple of weeks and how good they could be. Right. Lots of potential there. Right. Granted Texas and Texas tech, not exactly the defensive, defensively stout teams that you're going to wind up facing. Right? Yeah. They couldn't do anything. We couldn't run. We couldn't throw the ball worth a damn. We got time of possession-wise just clobbered. I mean, they dominated time of possession because all they really did, Kansas State did, was run the ball. And so it just was an ugly game all around. It was had a lot of people sort of questioning, okay, was everything that we were doing sustainable? Are people re- keying in on our offense a lot better after only two games and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I just think we didn't execute. Okay, interesting. I, I, I don't think people – I happen to agree with you there. That we just didn't execute? Yeah, because people – I saw people on Twitter who were like, oh, no, like, and making a ton of excuses. I just think it was a bad game. Right. And they were like, it wasn't so much what we did, but what, 
or what K-State did, but what we did to ourselves. K-State was the better team. They were the better team, 100%. And that's what Les said in the post-game interview. He said it wasn't so much what K-State did, but what we did to ourselves. And I think that that was, to me, to me watching it, obviously I'm not Les Miles. Obviously I don't know the game as well as he does. These are pretty clear disclaimers I'm making. Right. But <laughs> it, to me it looked like K-State was just better. Well, they beat us in every category. Let's run down the list here. All right. First downs. Kansas State won 23 to 12. Jesus. Total yards. Kansas State 471. Kansas 241. Right. Passing is the only area we beat them in. We had 180. Nice. We had 180 <laughs> yards of passing. Carter they had 129. Magic. Right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we're getting there. Um. Rushing yards. This is where they crushed us. Oh, great. Let's hear it. 342 rushing yards. We had 61. Ah, yes. Turnovers. We threw two interceptions, or I should, by we, I should say Carter Stanley threw two interceptions. Carter magic. (laughs) They didn't have any turnovers. And then time of possession, they had 38 minutes, uh, and we had it for 21.57. Yeah. It, it. They're just better. Across the board. Yeah, they were just better. Everywhere. Carter did not look good. Yeah. And he has has looked very, very good. He looked great at TTU. uh, At TCU? TTU. Oh, TTU. Yeah. TTU? Are you calling? I know, I know it. But I've never heard you say TTU before. I don't know. It's another term for Texas Tech. Interesting. I don't know why that threw me off so much. I don't know um, either. Because you look like I just said something like controversial. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say so. Okay. Um, He looked great against Texas. He looked great against Texas Tech. He's looked great throughout this year. Yeah. Uh, Really only had a couple of bumps in the road at certain points. Uh, TCU stands out. But in this game, he... He didn't even look serviceable on some throws. Like, he didn't look like he should be starting. He looked lost in the offense. He did not look like he was working through his progressions well. The interceptions he threw were just bad throws. Right. And that less said it in his press conference. They were bad throws. And, and I think that comment, above all else, speaks to the kind of play that he had throughout the game. Yeah, I mean, when that's really telling. When your head coach is just saying... Those are bad throws. Yeah. Get better. <laughs> Damn. Good job, Emma. <laughs> you would be a great coach. Um, but no, they were, they were terrible throws. They were right to the defender. I didn't see the same kind of energy from anyone on our offense. Puka was bottled up the entire game. They right. stacked the box. They did not let him get th- free. Our receiving Which core. Which is smart. He's yeah. our like one major player, I feel like. Who, if you shut him down, you essentially shut down the offense. Right. No, I agree. And, and so, our receiving core, Parchment, Dalen Charlotte, Stephon Robinson, I didn't see anything from them all game. Which makes me sad. I like Stephon. Yeah. Seems like a good guy. Stephon. Never met him, but he seems like a good guy. <laughs> I've met him. Yep, I know you have. <laughs> um, Speech class for anyone who is <laughs> taking that in a different way than it was intended. <laughs> um, so it was just disappointing all around. It was not how I wanted the first sellout in a decade to end in Lawrence. Did you um, see the t-shirt designs? 
from K-State. No. You're welcome for the sellout. Like, God, they'll yeah. make a t-shirt over any, anything. They made a t-shirt for a regular season win over Oklahoma. Yeah. How? Listen, I'm going to set my vendetta against K-State aside, but frankly. That's pathetic. How pathetic. Yeah. You're making a t-shirt for a win. Yeah. In the middle of the, your season. Barstool KU is like, you going to hang a banner? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I would be embarrassed. Like, if we made a t-shirt for a regular season win, I would be embarrassed. No, that's, yeah, that's really bad. You so, got to act like you've been there before. I don't even care about that. Like, party, celebrate, be ignorant about it, whatever. Which is, yeah, that's fine. But but making t-shirts like you just won a championship? Come on. That's like, who is the, oh my God, why is this escaping me? The... Basketball team who knocked off Virginia. UMBC. UMBC. If you're UMBC and you do that, make all the t-shirts. Sure. That's completely different. But uh, I would say a tiny school going to their like first ever NCAA tournament and beating a one seed beating to be the first in history to do it is a little different than Kansas State beating Oklahoma. That's in the my whole the point. Yeah. It's because I saw people equating it to like a good like a good game. It's like no. You can't just make a t-shirt for a win. Yeah. No, I, I, I thought that was terrible. But, yeah, so it did not go well. Uh, uniforms. How do you feel about the uniforms? Because this, this was a hot topic of discussion up it, in the stands and at the tailgates that I was at. Tell me, tell me your thoughts first. I'm okay. going to look up another picture because I didn't see him super closely. God. I Fake fan. Um. Okay. <laughs> I didn't mind them, frankly. And literally every single person I talked to, except for one other person, hated them. And I don't know if they hated them just because we were getting clobbered or if they hated them because they're actually ugly. I don't think they're terrible. I don't think we should have worn them at home, though. Like The people don't like it. <laughs> just doing a quick KU uniform search on Twitter... TVHKU deserved that ass beating for those disgusting uniforms they wore. But then the next tweet is, only thing good about KU today is those uniforms. They are sweet, which is probably a joke. Yeah, that's... Um, KU has 20 different football uniform combos and zero good ones. No. Oh, I don't like them. You don't like them? I, no. I don't mind them. I don't mind the miss. I think the pants, if you're going to do it, the pants should have been gray, though. I think if you're going to do that, you should have done gray pants with the mis mismatched, mismatched striping on each leg. Yeah, I mean, I'm just not a huge fan of them. I don't hate it. I'm not like, ugh, that's disgusting. It's just, I don't think they're But, but they're, they're mostly gray work. uniforms that we wore against a team who was wearing white when they played us. Sure. I'm just like, you. let's... But we have... Um, those should be away uniforms. Those shouldn't be home uniforms. Right. Or away alternates. We have a lot of uniform combos. I love the blue uniforms. Mm -hmm. It should have, frankly, been, a, been, a, uh, been a red out. They should have done a red out. That, that would have been, been cool. awesome. Because I, I know there were people trying to organize, like, every KU fan who comes wear red so that it looks really obvious in the pictures, whatever. Most of the student section was wearing red. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of people who ended up doing it. But mm -hmm. I think that would have been cool if the football team had done all red on the same day. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, yeah, that did not end well. It was a bummer. I, I 
I hate to say it, but that was kind of the game where I felt like if we were going to have a shot at bowl eligibility, you needed to win that game. They didn't get it done, so. Which I, I didn't. I did not think they would. After I saw K State veto you, I was like, "Oh no! Who <laughs> <laughs> knew? That's um, not ideal." Right. So, bummer. But let's move on. All right. Let's let's switch to a happy topic. Do we have one? Yes. Are you dropping this bombshell on me, or did we talk about this before? We show? definitely talked about it before. Okay. Can't believe you don't remember. I. I am dying right now. Um, I literally, if you could see the setup we have right now, I look like I'm on my deathbed. You do? <laughs> Just like barely I feel like through. I need to give you like an IV. You know what? Inject it into my face. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> um, Joel Embiid, Carl Anthony Oh, Towns. right. Okay. They got into a fight mm-hmm. in the middle of a game, which it was more of like a wrestling match. And then Embiid slammed Carl... Anthony Towns to the floor. Ben Simmons got on Anthony Towns' back. Looked like he choked him out. <laughs> Jesus. And then Cat was tapping out on the ground. Um, but it was, turned into an all-out brawl. And uh, Bede went into a post-game interview and said, I ain't no bitch. Um, so I love that man. Full, fully, fully on board. Oh, yeah. Uh, with all of that. So that begged the question then. Mm-hmm. If you could see two NBA players fight. Your choice. In a boxing match. Sure. Boxing match, street match, whatever you want. However you want it to happen. Okay. Can happen however you want. If you could see two NBA players fight each other, who would you have who would you have fight and why? I'm gonna stick with Joel Embiid for one. Fighting who? Draymond Green. <laughs> okay. All right. I th- I would say he has a bit of a height advantage, but I like it. Because chaos. He might have a height advantage. Draymond plays dirty. <laughs> Draymond does play dirty. Draymond would I there would be biting involved. He's scrappy. I'm sure. Like it would that's one way to say it. He he brings the scrappy energy. But I feel like that would be wild to watch. And also I think Joel would win. Okay. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Right. Uh let's go with hmm. The Lopez Lopez brothers would be funny. Little sibling Kay. action, fighting <laughs> each other. That could be awesome. Sure. Um, I would take a Grayson Allen, Luke Kennard fight. <laughs> <laughs> battle of the battle. battle of the white guy, <laughs> battle of the white shooting guard that went to Duke. Long title, but we'll work on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would take Russell Westbrook and any fan from Utah. Who would you see Kawhi fight? <laughs> Laughter. um i I would take Kawhi against laughter that would be that'd be a good one um i want to see Kawhi against gritty yeah we're going nhl all right all right we roped in you know what let's get creative let's talk about owners steve Ballmer and mark cuban I would watch okay. that fight I would on watch repeat. That fight too. I, would, you know what? I would pay an absurd amount of money to watch Steve Palmer and Mark Cuban box I'm, I'm each gonna other. Go, I'm going to double down on that. That's my selection too. That's, That's excellent. <laughs> Steve Palmer and Mark Cuban. So we've we've dissolved away from players. <laughs> we have turned into just wanting to see Steve Palmer and Mark Cuban punch each other. If we yeah. So who wins that fight though? Because Mark Cuban. You think? Yeah. Steve Ballmer is kind of crazy. That's true. Like, I think I'm taking Ballmer in that fight. All right. 
You're let's taking get him Cuban? On the phone. Yeah, we'll get him on. <laughs> we'll, let's dial him in. Uh, and speaking of that, we have them on hold. Yeah, the conference call yeah. is finally complete. Um, no, I think I would. I think I would take Balmer. You know who else I'd like to see? Who? If we're talking MLB players, I want to see Altuve battle somebody. Okay. I don't care who, but I just want to see that action. We could. Uh, he could fight Odor. Oh no! Yeah. You know. Batista and Odor. I, I would love to see that boxing match too. Round two. Ding ding. Or whoever Batista f- bat flipped against. I like it. Did I tell you he follows me on Twitter? Sorry, this is the weirdest thing ever. He follows a lot of people on Twitter. Yeah, but why me? I've never said anything positive about him in my life. Who knows? I've never liked a positive tweet about him. Who who knows? He just saw you and suggested and was like, I'm going to follow her. It's bizarre. Let, let's check. Let's check it if he follows me too. That'd be funny. Um, but let's think. Joey who, Bats. Who else would be funny? I honestly would love to see Russell Westbrook fight the that fan from Utah last year. Would you? The one that was saying all the racial stuff towards him. Remember that? Yeah, no, I remember it. I think that'd be funny. Be a good moment. Yeah, he follows 938,000 people. Oh, my God. So That is entirely too many. What does his timeline look like? I don't know. He's the epitome of follow me, I'll follow you back, though. I guess. Holy he, God. Um. But, yeah. So, I think those are all, all good. Ooh. Here's a fun one. Here's a fun one. All Ready? Right. All right. Are you excited? You know, it's it's setting up something. Are you, are you pumped? I can't say I am, but I'm ready for it. Are, are you more excited? No. Okay. Getting less so with everything <laughs> you say. <laughs> with every patching, passing moment. Mm-hmm. All right. Steel Cage. WWE style. Sure. Tag team. Ready? Yeah. Anthony Davis and the Kentucky Wildcat NBA players versus Grayson Allen <laughs> and the Duke players. <laughs> I think there's a very clear advantage there. To who? <laughs> Grayson Allen would flop. <laughs> Literally. Oh. Two seconds in, he's like, I'm out. I'm, I'm out. out. It's over. It's over. <laughs> I would love to see that. A tag team match? Ooh, tag team matches with all the colleges. like they're All the blue blood basketball teams. Right. Their NBA players all have tag team matches against each other. I like it. Can we have the Villanova team versus the Kansas team? <laughs> They start hitting threes out of nowhere. You're just like, what's happening? <laughs> this is wrestling. Um, they still win. Yeah, somehow. Um, yeah, I think we got somewhere with that. So yeah. what do we decide on? What would what, what we decide on would be the best? Let's actually stick to players. Let's try okay, here. Okay. I still I say Embiid and Draymond Green. Okay. I like. Mm, I'm having a hard time with this now. I like the Lopez brothers. That could be cool. Uh, Derek Rose against his knees. <laughs> that would be a fun one. That's awful. Um, let's think. We could also do Draymond um, versus Positive Press. Draymond <laughs> versus Positive Press is that's an interesting one. The Warriors are so bad now. I know. Ah, uh, um, brutal. Gosh, this is tough. LeBron versus every reporter from ESPN. Sure, why not? Um. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna stick with my non-player matchup. I would like to see Steve Ballmer and Mark Cuban fight. Right. I like it. So, guys, if you're listening, <laughs> so yeah, Mark, Steve, Embiid, Embiid, 
Draymond, that's your Draymond Green listen to this podcast. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> I don't know either. I guess I'd have to like DM him, ask if he wanted to come on. <laughs> um, yeah, no, those would all be great fights. So, with that being said, do we miss anything? I don't think so. I think we covered all. Yeah. Yeah. This is a normal length episode. I'm thinking we probably should have taken notes. Probably should have outlined this like normal. Yeah, that would have been a good idea. Oh, well. We shot from the hip this episode. Well, that's what happens when you're playing a video game and you go, ready, and press record. (laughs) (laughs) It happens. All right. Thank you so much for joining (laughs) us on the Easy Sports Podcast. Um, Please be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Easy Sports Pod. Uh, Give us rate and review on iTunes. We really appreciate all that jazz. This is the same shit I say every time. Yeah. Yeah. Same stuff. I'm feeling Chicago vibes today. Oh, all right. Well. That's a choice. It is a choice. Um, and I made it. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Like Emma said, please subscribe, rate, review, share with your friends. Uh, and don't forget it. Emma was wrong in her World Series prediction. Oh, great. We'll see you guys next week with another episode. <laughs> <laughs>